0: Orange Bowl committee is with us now on our Capital One Orange Bowl recap show. And, Eric, we had a great time this summer going to the ACC and SEC and the Big Ten. Very informative and uh, a lot of moving parts in college football. So it was a great time uh, to be involved with all three conferences. And now we're about ready to kick things off. And, of course, the Orange Bowl is always in a great position to be a big part of college football.
1: Yeah, Joe, first of all, thank you for the time and effort you put into this i've said it many times but uh our capital one orange bowl media tour had a uh, forefather and that was you uh when we were in uh i think pinehurst north carolina uh you larry wall and i were sitting around and you floated this idea so yeah it's been a tremendous uh, summer uh, exciting time in college football, college athletics, and uh, we so felt it when we were on the road. <laughs> but we're looking forward to the college football season and culminating with the Capital One Orange Bowl at Hard Rock Stadium.
0: Okay, so this year, of course, uh, well, as every year, uh, the partner is the ACC, ACC champion, if they're not in the playoff. You don't have the semifinal game this year. You did have it last year with Michigan and, uh, and Georgia. I want to get into ticket sales in a moment, but I would say this. Um, I think we saw what the orange bowl means last year with Michigan and Georgia Uh, at the point of kickoff. I don't know that uh, you could have found a more riveting place to be than inside hard rock stadium last year. It just was absolutely magnificent.
1: Yeah, we were fortunate. Uh, You never know how college football is going to play out each and every year. And, uh, to have a semifinal year with that type of matchup was phenomenal. It was a new year's Eve game and, uh, it was electric in there. Uh, the game obviously tilted towards Georgia who went on to win the national championship game, but to have a fan base in both, uh, Michigan, Michigan hadn't had been in a game like this in, in many, many years come down here to Miami, uh, matching up with, you know, what the fan base is like in, at the University of Georgia. Uh, it was tremendous. And, uh, you know, we love those opportunities each and every year. And uh, hopefully this upcoming year we'll have a similar type matchup.
0: The 89th Capital One Orange Bowl will be played Friday night, December 30th at Hard Rock Stadium. And tickets will go on sale in September, right?
1: That's exactly right. Uh, we're excited. You know, we have a traditional Capital One Orange Bowl matchup. And the ACC looks like it's going to be quite a competition. You know, some really good prospects that are going into the season. And then on the other side, you have a pool of Big Ten, SEC, and Notre Dame. Uh, You know, in this particular year with the Fiesta Bowl and the Peach Bowl having the national semifinals, we will select, you know, our pool with uh, the Big Ten, SEC, Notre Dame will be shaped by uh, the Big Ten or SEC team coming after The semifinal is populated, and the Rose and Sugar is populated. And then you compare those two uh, candidates with Notre Dame. And uh, because the Big Ten and SEC are so deep, and Notre Dame's coming into the season with a top 10 uh, position, uh, we feel like it'll be a pretty good matchup come December 30th.
0: No question. Uh, Also, uh, since we last saw you on our tour, the college football playoff announced that, In 2026, Miami will host the college football playoff national championship game, and that is a huge impact on the community. Of course, had it a couple of years ago, but it was during COVID, so it's great that it's coming back, and we'll get the uh, hopefully uh, the full treatment uh, for the 2026 championship game.
1: Yeah, and thanks for – Pointing that out, you know, we uh, obviously Miami and South Florida hosted the 2021 CFP National Championship. We had no idea what we were going into in 2020 until COVID became a reality. And uh, we were just focused and determined to work with the community. It's a regional effort. So we work with government, we work with our CBBs, Hard Rock Stadium, and Miami Dolphins, of course, to bring this game, you know, to the community and uh was just ecstatic last week when we were able to announce that the 2026 game will be here and uh it'll be a full uh presentation different from 2021 with a huge build up that weekend leading into the national championship game on Monday night you know a fan experience that'll take place in the Miami Beach Convention Center concerts media days all kinds of activities and then college football's premier event that Monday night. So, yeah, you know, our focus here at the Orange Bowl Committee is to bring the best of college football each and every year to Miami and South Florida in 2026. It'll be a special year. And by the way, due to the great work of Steve Ross and Tom Garfinkel, uh, six months later, uh, we'll have a World Cup event going on. So 2026 is going to be an amazing year for Miami.
0: That That, that, that is for sure. Um, We could reflect for a moment on all the good work the Orange Bowl, the Orange Bowl Committee does in South Florida, not only bringing the uh, Orange Bowl game here every year for 89 years, uh, what that has meant to South Florida, but also all the other things that you get involved in.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a really neat place to work at. You know, I grew up here in Miami, had no idea I'd end up working at the Orange Bowl Committee, but I've come to realize that the mission statement. Really, from 1935, which was the first year formally of the Orange Bowl Committee, has never changed. It's about economic development, bringing events that bring people to our community. But the same token, by virtue of the success of the bowl game, that we're able to give back to the community in a meaningful way. So we have a whole array of events. You know, the tennis tournament is one of the crown jewels of the junior circuit around the world. Our sailing regatta series in Coconut Grove on the on, on, on the bay is uh, world class, and then you have all these community outreach programs from our youth football alliance to our leadership academy to you know our legacy gift program. We're, we're on number six now, Joe. when we partner with municipalities or counties and go into underserved communities and rehabilitate parks whether it's a field, whether it's tracks, whether it's a walkway, scoreboards, whatever it may be. And, you know, we want to touch our community in a meaningful way. And it's all coming from this Capital One Orange Bowl and that's in year 89. So we're proud of that. We're never, you know, we're never in a position to get comfortable. We want to keep working hard to be able to give back to South Florida in a meaningful way.
0: You know, if you're in my uh, age demographic, you remember, you remember the Orange Bowl as the final bowl game of the year on New Year's night and usually was going to decide uh, the champion in in college football. Of course, times change and uh, all kinds of different things have occurred in the last 25 years in college athletics. And I think what is amazing and a testament to your work is as times have changed, so has the Orange Bowl. You've been able to adjust and keep the Orange Bowl right in the middle of the meaningful games.
1: Yeah, you're definitely right on. You've been here in this community, you know, in a prominent way longer than I have. So, you know, the evolution postseason college football has gone on. I came in the early 90s when the Bull Coalition, if you remember that, was created, which was the first step to ensure, number one, would play number two, the best uh, uh, odds that that would happen that three years later graduated to the Bowl Alliance and three years later became the BCS. And that was a 16-year window. And here we're on to the CFP uh, era in year nine. Uh, what I would say is, yeah, I mean, change is part of any industry, no different in college football. And for us, we have made sacrifices with dates and times, with matchups to be part of the Tier 1 platform that college football has afforded us in Miami and South Florida. Um, It is a transformational time right now. There's no doubt about it. And uh, we're seeing it with movement between uh, institutions going to various conferences and this summer with USC and UCLA going to the Big Ten, case in point. Uh, But our focus here at the Orange Bowl Committee is to make sure we do everything we can to put to position Miami in South Florida in, in that Tier One position, we know that this conversation—that's a serious conversation—that's taking place with the conferences, with the leadership of college football about where the CFP is going to go. And so, our our determination is to make sure whatever that is is to stay close to our partners. As mentioned earlier, we have you know a longstanding history with the ACC, Big Ten, SEC, and Notre Dame with our traditional game. And uh, we just want to make sure whatever the outcome is, that we're in the best position and make sure Miami shines.
0: And I would add to that, um, you've been able to handle the competition. Uh, there have been other bowls coming at you. And uh, you know, perhaps uh, college athletics isn't always the most loyal, but uh, there have been other bowls in other cities that would have loved to have this opportunity or or try to replace, whether it was the Orange Bowl or try to replace the Fiesta Bowl, whatever it is, there's been competition out there, and you've continued to be able to uh, position Miami in a great spot.
1: Yeah, you know, it's, uh, you know, any industry, you know, there's competition and and you embrace it. Um, But, you know, you got to – I remember talking to Jim Manich, um, years ago and talking about the Orange Bulls position and postseason college football at the time. And uh, I was telling him some of the, you know, the, the positives that were going on, some of the challenges we were going through. And he looked at me, and said, don't ever apologize for being the Orange Bull. You have your place and you should be proud of that. And it resonates with me and all of us here at the Orange Bull committee that you just got to believe in your mission, You've got to, you know, work hard at your craft and make sure that when it comes to the bowl game, you maintain, you know, the quality of what you do, maintain those relationships. Uh, Because Orange Bowl is a very special place in the history of college football, and we should be proud of that. At the same token, you never want to rest on your laurels, you know? And also, as I mentioned earlier, you want to make sure you're doing great things, you know? And so we give back to our community, And then we look at our community in terms of it, at the marketplace it is. It's an incredible place. It's a very unique part of America and the world of football, whether it's youth football, high school football, college football, professional football, it is, you know, number one in this marketplace. And, you know, when you watch the the participants each and every year in the Capitol and Orange Bowl and you go through the rosters, and you see how many of them are from South Florida, you start realizing that for the world of college football and its leadership, this is an important ingredient to what they do. So we're proud of that. We have great respect for, you know, the other bowl games, such as the Rose Bowl, Sugar Bowl, Fiesta, Peach Cotton. And, uh, you know, But we want to make sure we maintain our place.
0: Well, you don't want to miss it this year, December 30th, 89th Capital One Orange Bowl. Tickets will be going on sale. And for more information, you can go to orangebowl.org. And you have a lot of different options or will have options for tickets and different options for experiences this year at the Orange Bowl game.
1: Yeah, that would just always appeal to our community and say, you know, this is going to be a staple each and every year. It's the oldest event. Uh, nobody owns the Orange Bowl. The community owns the Orange Bowl. There's stewards here that are almost 400 Orange Bowl committee members, but we recognize this is a community treasure. So, you know, the future looks very bright. So purchasing tickets each and every year, regardless of who's in the game, makes what we do, you know, optimally positioned. So we encourage that, and we appreciate you putting that out there to the audience.
0: Uh, You have the ACC champ coming if they're not in the semifinal. Uh, perhaps Miami can get in there or Clemson. It'd be a great battle inside the ACC this year. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I look at, you know, both divisions, you know, starting with the Atlantic and, you know, Clemson looks like they're well positioned again. uh, But NC State, Wake Forest look like they're ready to make a run. Louisville's had some success on the recruiting trails. And then you go into the Coastal and, you know, listen, Pittsburgh had a hell of a team last year and a hell of a run. And, um, you know, Miami, you know, with the year they had last year, particularly the second half of the year and where the, you know, the quarterback just play was elevated. Um, you know, you have to feel really optimistic about their chances. And then North Carolina, you know, a couple of years ago during COVID, they were in the Capital One Orange Bowl. And while last year may have not gone as expected, there's a lot of talent there. So we expect, expect a pretty good race. Coming out of the ACC all the way to Charlotte for the ACC championship game, and on the other side, the pool, the Big Ten, SEC, and Notre Dame promises to be a pretty good matchup.
0: Well, we got a busy night here on the show. Uh, we're going to hear from uh, coaches from all three conferences. Uh, guys like Nick Saban and uh, Brian Kelly will join us, and uh, so we'll we'll be hearing from coaches from all over. Greg Chiano from Rutgers, and of course, um, coaches from Uh, the ACC as well so a busy night coming up here on our show when we come back Don Bailey Jr. will join us Eric always great thank you for being with us here on the show
1: so thank you you're truly part of the Orange Bowl family and uh, really have a lot of respect for everything you've done through the generations here in in South Florida and Miami so thank you
0: I appreciate stay tuned we'll continue on the show right after this